right, man. All right. I appreciate that. So I'm on foot today, man. You might hear some background noise. And I was kind of doing some reading, some meditating, some thinking, some walking. And I took a copy of The Science of Getting Rich with me. And we've been, our next lesson, we're going into chapter four. And chapter four is interesting because it kind of starts to lay the, the concept. You're going to hear background noise. And it's the idea of the first principle. And so it starts to lay the foundation. It's like we've had these three chapter run-ups. And we started with the end and then we did the first three. And each chapter kind of opens with a, a little bit bolder than the last, right? Like when you started at the press, the preference, it was like, this book is pragmatical, not philosophical, a practical man manual, not a treatise upon theories. You're like, wow. It makes it sound like it's ABC, step by step. But then as you get into it, it's not that really, in my opinion, at all. And then we jump into chapter one. And if you remember right off the bat, very first sentence, whatever may be said of the praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete or successful life unless one is rich. And bam, we're hit with that because what that is telling you is like this, this, this is the reason. Like this, hold this thought. Like if I want to have everything I want, man, I got to get some money. And rich is different. We talked about that. It's a lot of ways to measure rich, not to much just cash. And then we roll from that to the very first sentence of chapter two. There is a science of getting rich. It's an exact science like algebra or arithmetic. There are certain laws that govern the process of acquiring riches. And once these laws are learned and obeyed by any man, he will get rich with mathematical certainty. First sentence right out in chapter two. Flip past that and get into three. Number three, first sentence, no man is kept poor because opportunity has been taken from him because other people have monopolized the wealth or have put a fence around. I mean, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. And now we're going to be starting in chapter four and right on the first and the very first reading thought. Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from formless substance. The step from which all things is made is a substance which thinks and a thought of form in the substance produces the form all creation all sales all business building all caring for your children all just being a better person man all that starts in you in your mind the things you think about the things you focus on you hear me say that all the time. What you think about comes about. What you focus on grows. But this is taking it one step further. And this is chapter four saying thought. Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from formal substance. The stuff from which all things are made is the substance which thinks. And a thought of form in this substance produces the form. Man, that's going to be good. I just kind of wanted to get that out because I'm, I'm walking around and I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, man, did I have some anxiety to this week? Did I have some problems? Was I frustrated? Did I get mad at my spouse? Did I not get something done that I wanted to do? Did I get shaken out of a trade? Did I skip? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know what's priority list for you. I know this. There's three keys to his health, successful life, health, wealth, and mindset. 
So it don't do any good to be out there and be all healthy. You're vegan, stretching, doing your yoga, lifting your weights, and you're broke. And it don't do any good to have all the money in the world and be fat on diabetes and dying. So somewhere we got to meet in the middle, man. And people talk about balance in life, and it's like, here it is, man. Health, wealth, and happiness. And mindset, that's your balance, man. It's not the hours you work or the time you spend with the kids or how much you, you know, that's not the balance. The balance is health, wealth, and mindset. That 33, 33, 33, man. And give the bonus one to the one you like the most, health, wealth, and mindset. So I'm out here right now working on my mindset. Prepping, thinking. You know, good moves in the market. Hope you got a little richer. Should have increased your dividends. If you didn't increase your dividends this week, it's because you didn't invest any money. So the reason, that could be why you don't have any money, because you don't invest any money. The reason most people don't have money is they don't invest money. I mean, a real good uh, cure for not having money is to invest your money. I know that sounds stupid, and but that was one of my first principles that got me going. When I'm one time I'm in a dude's room and I look and, I'm in the army and there was this checking statement and it was like 114, 160. I don't remember the exact number. It was over a hundred thousand. And I said, how'd you get that? And he just said, uh, I saved it. And it was such a simple answer. It had such a powerful impact. And it's like, wow, a lot of things in life really are that simple, man. Somehow we gotta, we gotta focus on that, man. Don't make it so hard. Make it easier. Man, I feel like you're doing great things, man. I feel like you're doing great things. Um, if you haven't in a little while, do me a favor, go check your credit. And if you're listening to me, get on Credit Karma. Credit Karma will pull all, I think it's all three or two of the Experian and TransUnion, the two big ones. Go pull your credit, man. And uh, let's see what, what on our to-do list, we got to have getting that to 700. You can't listen to me and have bad credit. So let's get that fixed. That's always going to be on your to-do list. And so if you're in that situation, you should think about it every day. Every, every day, every day, I want you to think about this credit. We got to get it to 700. If you got it to 700, we got to keep it there. And if not, push it a little higher. And this week, I, I here's what else I need you to do. Sorry about all the cars that just came. I need you to go to your brokerage account. Okay. Hey, do me this favor. Go to your brokerage account. Go over to your buy and hold. And run those dividends for the year and write that number down. And then print off a screenshot of your account. Get that in your little book, your little folder. That's your dividends. I don't care if it's $12 this year. Good. Means next week, let's get it to 13. And if we go about this for the next 52 weeks, man, all you got to do is let up to make it not work. All you got to do is let up to make it not work. The dividend drip is real. Let me let you in on that. The rent collection is real. Let me let you, I don't know. I don't know about everybody else. I'm telling you, I collect a lot of fucking rent. I collect thousands of dollars a month in dividends. That shit is real. It goes to there, to my checking account. Now, what if I don't need the money? And if you've been around me long, you know some of my basic principles is this idea that Making money is just about having money. Meaning money you don't need. You know, and one thing that even just a, a basic account, even if you were just like, fuck it, I'm just blindly putting money in the S&P 500. Yeah, you could do that. 
I mean, that's not what I'm about. I'm trying to beat that shit. But yeah, that would be better than nothing. <clears throat> if you just did that as a way of life, you're just going to accumulate money. And then if you don't touch it, it pays dividends and the dividends pay dividends and it just grows over time. <clears throat> and I was showing on there that it, let's say you got an average of 10% return and you put $5,000 into the S&P 500 and you added $500 a month every month. be 6000 a year. In 30 years, you're going to have like $928,000, right? It's a lot of money. It works. That's true. But here's a, oh, here's something else that's true. What if we, instead of invest 500, we invest 5,000? And then the next month, 5,000. And then the next month, 5,000. And then the next one, 5,000. You see what I'm saying? You're like, well, I can't do that. Well, what can you do? Whatever it is, man, you got to push it out a little bit further, which means you might have to cut, cut something else. And that in that trade, that trade you're making with the universe isn't so much about the little money because you add an extra $50 ain't going to make you a baller. I ain't going to make you rich, but it pushes, it pushes your intent into the universe just a little bit. It's like you going, bam, and you're pushing back man. and you're doing it with your mouth, your money, your hands. And by demonstration and by committing to that process, you start to signal to the world. I am a person who accumulates. Go get about $3,000 a month in dividends. Get, guess what gets real fucking important in your, your, your world? Dividends. And the more important they come, they go, damn, I'm going to try to get this to $3,500. You get what I'm saying? So as, you, as what you think about comes about, what you focus on grows. Your dividends will grow every month exponentially. Just one, by owning them. Two, by you thinking about them. Three, you're printing it off. You're looking at it. You're adding to it. Just, 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 just fuck it. Go with it. Just be like, I, I don't even know. I'm just going to fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, go broke every month. Pay your bills, then go broke. And do that for about six months, man. And then at the end of six months, look what happens. You've got a big pile of money. Now, what if that money made 10%? You go, well, fuck it, I'm going to do another six months. And all of a sudden, the money from the six months is kicking in 10%. And then it's kicking in 20%. Now, my money invests more than I can invest. I can't invest, I can't outvest my money. Between rent collections, dividend collections, you know. You get a hundred thousand, then all of a sudden you're at two hundred thousand, and this is just coming in from rents and dividends. It's you know, house after house, stock after stock. And if you go to instead of doing five hundred, I'm doing five thousand, and then you have a great month and you make twenty three grand, cash flow, flip a property, equity out. You got to check for twenty five. What if you don't need the money? So that month you didn't do five hundred, you did twenty five thousand. You're like nobody does that. Of course they do. You go about that business for like seven, eight years where you're actively looking for deals. You're actively looking at these stocks. You're actively looking. You're pushing your intent in this world. How much is that house? How much yield can I get? What's the dividend on that? She Give me 10 grand, man. You know what I'm saying? Guys go in and do that in clubs and all kinds of stuff. Do that on AT&T. Throw the hundreds. Make it rain. You know, guys will do that. Go in there and buy some drinks. Got friends spend 3000 Shit. 
Go do that on AT&T. Buy it up. Go fucking broke. Like, what would be the worst thing? Oh, man, I got this stupid dividend every quarter. You're like, what happened? Oh, man, I lost all my money, man. It went into AT&T. Now they just send me this stupid little dividend every month, every quarter. You're like, well, how much is the dividend? Oh, I don't know, five, six hundred dollars. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like every 90 days, they just send me 600 bucks. Man, that must suck, dude. It does, man, out of the blue, just money. You got time for this shit. That's what people do when they don't participate. Everyone in America doesn't own AT&T. Literally had that conversation. They just didn't hear it. I heard it for them. So as, as the strangers on these streets are walking by, how many of you, you think collect dividends from AT&T? Is it because their intellect doesn't allow them to? I was born under Proverbs, Gerald. There's no way I could have known that you could type it into Google. See, we're getting past all that, man. When you can hit a button and order a gourmet dinner, you hit a button and get a car service. You get what I'm saying? And it's on everybody's phone. So, think on that for a minute. Uber, DoorDash, Bitcoin, Roku actually take shit from formula substance. They took an idea, they took a thought, they took a concept and took it from nothing to now perceived value. And that statement is proven by the number of people that think Bitcoin's a Ponzi scheme. They obviously think it came from nothing, from formula substance. Lots of people think that. Thereby proving exactly how science getting rich says money is created. First in your thoughts. Pretty cool, huh? Formless substance.